Have you ever found yourself yo-yo dieting? I have to admit, I certainly have. In fact, my whole life, it's been ups and down and a battle with the way I view myself, my weight being heavier. Sometimes I was at my ideal weight, but it's always been something that I've struggled with. And in today's episode, I'm talking to Stacy, who is going to give us some really great information some understanding around what macros are and how to create sustainable health in your life for this year. Now, let me preface this by saying we recorded this episode back in 2023. However, we are launching it now. And so you're going to hear us talk about the last few weeks of the year, but know that you can take this information and apply it to any part of the year. Because what she's going to be teaching in this episode is how to have sustainable health and sustainable weight loss. Hey there, and welcome to the Investing Well Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Sheik, but you can call me Liz. I'm an entrepreneur through and through. My husband and I, we've climbed ourselves out of hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of debt and now are living completely debt-free. Accomplishing this wasn't easy by any means. We've made some really wise choices and we've certainly made some that we are less proud of. However, standing on this side of financial freedom, I'm here to tell you that it is possible and I'm here to show you how to do it with your God-given talents. All the while investing in what matters most, your health, family, and community. So go ahead, grab your coffee and your noise-canceling AirPods and let's get going. We have some investing to do. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Investing Well Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Sheik, and I am so excited for who I have on the podcast today. In fact, this person is someone I use personally. So on the podcast today, I have my personal macro coach with me. She goes by Stacy Buzz on social media, but her real name is Stacy Buzzle. And so you can call her Stacy Buzz. You can, she's just buzzing around everywhere. But I wanted to bring her on today to talk about fitness and nutrition and how to set goals for this next year. What tactical ways are we doing to finish this year strong? And y'all, she has an amazing story and I cannot wait for her to tell you guys about it. Stacy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Liz. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. Yes. yes. I'm so excited you are here. At a later point in time, I will have Stacy tell her full-blown story. However, she is going to she's going to narrow it down really quick for us so we can get into the the meat of everything that's going on, but I don't want to skip her story. Her story is so impactful and I relate to it so well. So without any further ado, Stacy, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into macro coaching, where you came from, the struggles you had, all the things. Tell us the things. Yeah, so I am just a girl from Louisiana who struggled with weight. I was surrounded by food and alcohol my entire life. We had funerals, we had uh, weddings, we had parties, graduations, there was food and alcohol everywhere. And so food is what I knew and I knew how to eat. And I also was blessed with genetics that did not like all of that food. And so I just was naturally a bigger kid. And I spent my entire, I guess 30, I mean, I'm almost 40 now, but I've spent 30 years yo-yo dieting 
In high school, I took diet pills. In college, I would do running. I did Weight Watchers. I did Atkins, grapefruit diet. I did, like when I moved to Houston, I'm now in Texas now. When I moved here, I remember doing two-a-days. I would go to the gym and I would swim in the morning, go to work, and then I would come home and do cycling class. Like I was killing myself and I didn't know what it was. And it was I was eating okay, but I always thought it was more about exercising. So I just was like, oh, well, I should probably run a 10K. Now I'm gonna train for a half marathon. And then after my daughter was born, I hired a personal trainer. It was always so much about fitness. And then after my son was born and I was counting calories and all of that stuff, but like I felt like if I was working out enough, I could eat whatever I wanted. Then after my son was born, I got into macro counting and I was like, ah, this makes a lot more sense. So then I did that for about two years and I was all during this time I was working in oil and gas. So I worked in oil and gas for about 16 years. And so I would go to a desk job and meal prep on Sundays and bring my food and heat it up in the microwave. And then 2020, I kind of hit rock bottom. I was like, I've been counting macros now for three years. I'm working out with a personal trainer. I'm adding an extra cardio. Like what is freaking wrong with my body? And I just remember one night praying to God and saying, if this is the body that I'm meant to have, just tell me so that I can learn to love it. Because at this point, I hated what I saw in the mirror. I hated that I couldn't lose the belly fat. I hated that I just didn't, you know, like it's just I and I hid behind my my career. I hid behind my smile. I hid behind my really awesome personality. <laughs> so nobody knew how miserable I was like deep down. But the girl in the mirror knew. And so in 2020, I did another 30 day diet, you know, like sign up for this 30 day diet. But this one had supplements and shakes that I had to drink. And so I did that for 30 days. I dropped 10 pounds. I was like, wow, this is amazing. Well, then I went on spring break and I gained the weight back because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have my shakes. I didn't have my supplements. Came back from spring break, 15 pounds heavier. I was like, holy cow. I was like, God, seriously, what are we doing here? And I kept seeing on Instagram, because at this point, everybody knows what happened in March of 2020. So I'm hanging out on my Instagram all the time. And I'm seeing this program, faster way to fat loss, faster way to fat loss. I'm like, this is a, this is a quick fix. This is too good to be true. But I finally was like, okay, find it. I signed up for it. I did it. And I didn't look back. I mean, there's way more to my story than that. But basically, I found this program and it, it changed my life so much so that I became certified to become a coach through this program. And I'm now helping women do the same thing. And I since left my corporate job because I know this is my purpose. This is my mission to now share my story and let people know that like you can love yourself. It's really way more than just the killing yourself at the gym. Yeah, I love that so much because for me, I got into counting macros because similar to Stacy, my whole life I've been heavier and I fluctuated up and down and I've tried the diets and my mom was always on a diet, right? My mom did, again, the grapefruit diet, the cottage cheese diet, whatever it was that, you know, Women's Health Magazine put on the shelves that week, we did it. And so I knew that going up and down and, and unfortunately, I'll admit that I've done the phenamine before, I've done the chemicals, I've done the things like that, just trying to lose weight because like Stacy. Everybody would see me and be like, oh, I don't see the weight, right? I see your personality. Like you're leading all these things. You obviously love yourself. People would say like, how are you so confident in everything you do? And I'm like, the girl inside was like, but I'm not. And be like, oh, good thing that that's what it looks like on the outside because the inside I'm crumbling. And I started to think about this because 
I really started before Aaron was born. So over nine years ago, almost 10 years ago on a health food journey to where I was eliminating all toxins in our life. We started to rethink how and what we ate. We became very aware of the healthcare system that we live in. And for people who don't know or who have never heard this, our healthcare system is a phenomenal emergency medical system. However, our healthcare system, inclusive of our diets and what we're taught and what we're told, uses emergency medicine in our everyday life, which has not ended us up very healthy as Americans. Our food is not regulated. Our the medications, yes, sure, they have to be FDA approved. They have to have some of these regulations, but they're not really regulated to to truly benefit us. They have all these side effects with them, and the full truth isn't always said about it. And that's why here in the United States, not only do we have the highest cost of insurance, but we are also the sickest countries of the first world countries. I would be totally fine if our country was the highest expensive in healthcare, but we also were the healthiest, but we're not. We have the highest cost of healthcare, and we are the sickest of the first world countries. And so as I started to learn this, and as I started to find this out, I really started to put a focus on my food. And when I said, hey, this is it, I'm going to draw the line in the sand. Like, I know I want to stick with whole foods. I don't want to have chemicals. I want to align with someone and a product or a purpose that is not all about like constantly taking pills, even if they are vitamins. I think vitamins are great, but I don't, I don't always want to have to carry a protein shake with me. I do not always have to want to eat a bar. I don't always, I want to eat the way God intended our bodies to eat, which is what he put on this earth. And so I kept coming back to macros and I would look them up and I'd find out about them. And then I was like, you know what? I just need to invest in learning from somebody because I can read all the things on the internet. But until I work with a professional who knows about this, who has walked this path, I'm, I'm leaving something on the table. It's, it's the same reason why people would come to me and work with me from an investment standpoint with real estate. It's because they could find everything else online, but if they worked with a professional who could lead them down a path that is proven, they would get the result quicker. And that's where I met Stacy. I started to stalk her Instagram. And then I just decided to get in her DMs and start messaging her. And, and so we created a relationship and I decided to jump in and start working with Stacy around macros. If you'll give us kind of the high level of like, what is a macro if nobody knows, like like the basic, what what is macro macro counting? So everybody knows what calories are. So calories are the food we intake that gives us energy for our bodies. Our macronutrients are just what make up those calories. So if you take, let's just take something in your pantry, a protein bar, and you look at the label, the nutritional label on the back, it is breaking it down by calories. And then it says carbohydrates, protein, fiber, fats, and way more sugar, et cetera. So the macronutrients that we count are protein, fats, and carbohydrates. And then there's a fourth macronutrient, which is considered alcohol that has zero nutritional value, which I was going to talk about later. Um, but that's, you know, so there are four macronutrients and then the rest of the things in your food are the micronutrients. So that's all the vitamins that we have in our food. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and we, we will, Stacey and I have always like, this is not the first and last time you're going to hear from her because I really do believe like this is such a healthy, sustainable way to 
be healthy. And so this won't be the first or last time that you hear from Stacey. And at the end, if you guys are interested in learning more about it, I'll have her share how you can find her specifically and jump into her DMs as well. But in today's podcast, as we finish this year, there's three things I really want to talk about. And so the first thing that Stacey, I really would love for you to share with us is as we finish this year and we still have a few Christmas parties left and we still have some things to do, what are some tactical ways that we can finish this year out strong, even if we've not done anything towards our health in this past year? Well, there are 18 days. It, as, as of the recording of this podcast, there are about 18 days. So whenever that happens, there's a couple of weeks left in the year. There's like what? Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, New Year's. You might have one or two parties. Don't toss the entire rest of the year for just a couple days and a couple meals. You know, if you have a company party on Saturday, don't toss the entire day because of one party, you know? So the real first thing is like, I want people to understand that the holiday seasons and these chaotic seasons that we do go through, it's really just a handful of days that make it really difficult for us to stay consistent and focusing on our health. And we really want to be successful for our entire life when it comes to our health, not just like five days solid and then blow it off. So you really want to learn how to truly navigate the holiday seasons and just chaotic seasons forever because we are in 2023. And it's always chaos. When are we ever getting a slow time to just focus 100% on ourselves? So we really want to be able to navigate it during all year round. So the first tip I would give is just around mindset, because without your mindset and the thoughts you think, everything else goes out the window. So give yourself grace and embrace the flexibility. If you did decide, you know what, Saturday, I'm going to be super, super perfect. And then all of a sudden something doesn't go as planned. Don't beat yourself up. Just adapt, adjust, keep moving forward. We as moms, especially, are balancing so much during the season, and perfection is not the goal here or ever. And I always like to tell my clients to embrace progress over like perfection. Every little step you take every day is one step to a healthier you, and that's a win, right? So we want to be able to figure out how to keep a healthy balance, keep a healthy mindset, enjoy the holiday. We don't want to just survive the holiday. We want to thrive it. So enjoy it. The next tip was about expectations. So set realistic expectations for yourself. In the ideal world, when you're not busy, you may want to be able to get in 10,000 steps and track all of your macros and hit the gym five days a week. But like, instead of ideal, what about focusing on, I actually heard this term in another podcast. I thought it was really good. It's what is the minimum effective dose? Like what is the minimum amount of work that will help you maintain your health and your sanity during this holiday season? And that is absolutely the most important. One example for me, and I was going to, this is my next tip. So this would be my third tip, moving straight into movement is like reduce that expectation of getting 10,000 steps and just saying, I can get, you know what? 8,000 steps is pretty realistic. I could probably get 8,000 steps and just lower your expectations for right now. Like you don't have to hit because if you keep striving for 10,000 steps every single day and you come short every single day, deep down, you're feeling like a failure and we don't want to feel like a failure. So just reduce your expectations. Realize that you might have to dial it back and say you can't spend 45 minutes at the gym five days a week right now because of Christmas and all the parties and the planning. What if you just did three 30-minute workouts at home? Now you've cut your time driving to the gym. 30 minutes is very effective. In fact, that's exactly what my clients do are 30-minute workouts. They are very effective and you get all this time back. So Um, Another few ideas around movement is like when you go to the grocery store to pick up your groceries for a Christmas party, park at the far end of the parking lot, get all of those extra steps in. Same thing at the mall. If you're parking at the mall, get a walking pad, 
have that at your desk. I mean, I think once Amazon right now, they're like $200. It's a great investment in your health. You get your steps in and you're investing in your health. You know, my fourth tip is around food. Simplify your eating. Focus on lean protein, whole grains and vegetables and fruits are okay too. Don't, don't hate on the fruits. And if you're headed to a party, bring a side dish, something that you know is going to help you feel good about yourself and that it's good. And then when you're out and about, just upgrade your food choices. If you go to a Mexican restaurant, instead of eating the entire basket of chips, maybe just siphon away half the chips. Maybe instead of fried chicken, you ask for a grilled or blackened chicken. Just making small little changes like this over time add up. Yeah, no, that's so good. You know, one thing that came to my mind when you were talking is that I know I've been guilty of it, of taking these seasons and just tossing them out the window. And the reality is, is there is something every single month. As soon as we finish Christmas, you know, my birthday's in January. So then I could toss the month because it's January and we usually go skiing in January. And then February, well, it's Valentine's Day and we go out and, and then, and Disney's unpacked in February. So we usually go to Disney in February. Well, then March, it's spring break. And then April, we usually have Easter. Then we're rounding our, you know, one month between holidays till you get to the summertime. And then it's summertime. So you're not, there's always something coming down the pipeline. And I love that you were saying that all of these events are usually just one day. Fourth of July, it's just one day. My birthday, it's just one day. And I don't have to throw the entire day out because we're going out to dinner. And I, I love that. There's always a healthy decision or choice that we can make along the way. And so it's not just finishing this season out, but as we look forward into next year, we know the 4th of July always comes up on the 4th of July, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. And then Christmas okay. is always December 25th. So like we have these seasons that we can count on. They're always there and we can plan for them. And we don't have to just throw away the month or the week or the day because of one meal. And that that's something I do like about macros and the fact that, you know, even when I eat less carbs, Stacy's always telling me, no, 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 get your carbs in, get your carbs in. And it's so nice and refreshing because in the past I have been so strict, like super lean and green and like low fat or whatever it is. And I'm not talking like low fat as in like a diet drink or anything, just like low fat. I would have my healthy fats but then as soon as I did eat that tortilla or as soon as I did get a taco, it's like it took 13 days to lose five pounds. But then in one meal, I found seven of them. And so it, it used to be so frustrating. And now what I've noticed is that I don't throw away my days and I pretty much stay on track where I can. And then when I do go out, I don't see that giant fluctuation in the scale. I love those tips. Now, as we focus on the next year, how do you suggest that we focus on setting goals for overall health versus the quickest way to lose weight? Because I know that there are things out there that will promise that in 21 days we'll lose X amount, right? Or like you said, you know, there's a a 13 day, 14 day, 30 day program that'll help you lose 10 pounds. And yes, you may, but then as soon as you eat and go back to regular eating, you gain it all back. I really feel so strongly about how do we make healthy goals that focus more on sustainable weight loss and sustainable health than just making a quick goal to lose 20 pounds by spring break. So for 
professional dieters like you and I, we've lost 20 pounds. We know we're really good at that. We can lose 20 pounds. We can gain it back. But like to really focus on changing your behaviors, changing your habits, setting more like action oriented goals. Now, what am I talking about? So like in 2020, when I was like, I am changing my health, like I want to be better. I have to figure out how this is going to stick. I am so tired of losing 10 pounds and gaining it. I mean, I literally did it within a three month window, lost 10 pounds, gained 15 right back. I was like, man, I'm really good at this part. <laughs> Why can't I keep it off? That, that's so funny because just recent, just recently I was having a conversation with a friend and she said, and she listens to this. So, so I won't, I won't tell her name, but it was the funniest thing. She was like, dang it. She's like, I've actually lost weight, more weight than any weight loss coach out there. I lose it and I gain it and I lose it and I gain it. And she's like, I've lost the same 20 pounds like 10 times every year. And I gain it right back. She's I solidly lose like a hundred pounds every year. <laughs> Yeah. And so like, if we know what we've been doing for years, isn't working, why not change and do something different? Why not say, okay, like whatever age you are. And I don't care. I mean, my mom is 62 and she is crushing my program and it took her two years to do that. And she's 62. And I probably, we together gave her more years on the end of her life. Right. Same thing with my dad. My dad is 74. Same thing. I think of the year of 2020 as just a little blip in my life because I, my husband and I looked at each other and we're like, we were at spring break. We were in California on spring break at Disneyland. And we just said, we have to do this. Like, and it's so much more than losing weight right now. It's we felt awful. We were miserable, both individually in our own skin. And we changed our actual behaviors. We stopped hanging out with people. I mean, I think everybody stopped hanging out with people. So that's where there's that. Uh, but like we weren't in social settings where we were forced to drink because he and I, neither one of us are real drinkers. Like I do like alcohol, but like I am a social drinker. So when I'm not in those settings, I'm not drinking. So guess what? I lost weight. So in the year of 2020, I lost 28 pounds and have since three years later kept it off. Wow. Like that is to me the craziest thing. And it's because since then we focused on behavior changes. We took our mind away from the scale. Granted, I still weighed myself. Oh my God, I still celebrated every five pounds. I'm not saying that that happened overnight. I have a much better relationship with the scale today than I did back in 2021. But if you want to start setting goals, set goals around incorporating more whole foods into your day, less processed foods. If it was packaged by a man and a manufacturer, that is a processed food. Sticking to whole food nutrition, we always like to say if it came from the ground or it has a mother, it is fair game. God created our foods came from the ground. That's what we want to eat. The further away from the soil it is, the worse it is for your body. So focusing on setting goals just around incorporating better food, increasing your daily steps, increasing your water consumption, dedicating time for actual like quiet time, meditation, stress management, because honestly, everyone thinks that there's this magic elaborate plan around eating and exercising. But there's so much more to our overall health than just food and exercise. It is our mindset. It's our social relationships. It's our emotional. Like I personally am on my own mental and spiritual like journey right now because I've got the food and exercise down. Now it's more about trying to have quiet time, center my central nervous system, like calm it down. So when you focus on like just focusing on the right healthy behaviors and maybe ditching maybe those habits that aren't so good for you, like drinking I was going to say Splenda, but having Splenda and your tea every day, ditching that, drinking so much Coke and like trying to knock those behaviors out, focus on healthier behaviors that will help. I always like to say, like, say you finally say you did something super drastic, no matter what actions were required from that. You lost the 20 pounds. 
and you go back to what you were doing before, you you just did what we've been talking about. You're losing it and you're gaining it and you're, you don't want to do that. So I always say, if you go all in with making whatever changes you decided to make, say come January 1st and you're like, I signed up for this program or I decided to do these injections, ask yourself, can you do that for the rest of your life? Yeah. And if you say yes, and it is something super crazy, I want to talk to you in a year from now. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, really. That's so good. That That's really good because here's the thing is that we were not made to hyper focus and obsess over one area of our life. When you hyper focus and hyper obsess over one given area of your life, the other aspects of your life suffer. And so if we can create a lifestyle where we focus on the healthy, we know that what we will get from it will be healthy. It may take a while. It's just like investing in our finances. You know, you can go ahead, talk to your HR today. They can start moving money over into your 401k. But if you check it at the end of the week after one payment, you're not going to see much progress. In fact, you can check it a month from now after maybe two or three payments, not much progress. But you continue to purposely invest in that 401k. You purposely invest in that IRA. It will grow over time. It's the same thing with healthy habits. If you focus on what is the healthiest decision I can make right now and let it go, you will create that compound effect in your health life, just like you do in your financial life or your relationship life. It all, it all compounds, like compound interest is a law. It is, it's not an idea. It's not just a concept. It's a law, which means that it is true regardless of what you do, whether you invest slowly in your marriage, you invest slowly in your health, you invest slowly in getting up and having your quiet time, or you invest slowly in your finances, like it will eventually take off and you're going to be in a healthier place than you were before. You know, and speaking of, you hit a topic that I think is going to be a really, really hot topic. I know you, I can see you guys can't see Stacey's face. She's already excited. It's like letting her out to talk about it. And we see these Ozempic shots, all of these medical weight loss shots. They're super popular now. You know, you have to get a doctor's prescription. So like, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, it's healthy if my doctor says so. Right. So Stacey, tell us some of the concerns about just jumping on the bandwagon of shooting chemicals into our body. Yeah. So first, I always want to say I have zero judgment for anyone who chooses to do that. Right. 100%. Because I know the desperation. I know I've been there before. I don't think I could ever do it personally because I can't even give myself like a testosterone shot. Like, I mean, or prick my finger. There's there's different aspects, right? It goes back to something I said earlier. Like, can you do this for the rest of your life? Because these shots, when they are given to you and you do not have type two diabetes, which that is what the drugs were initially formed for. It is basically suppressing your appetite. It is turning off your hunger hormone. It is slowing down your digestive system. So you're having all of these internal things happening. And that's why you're not able to really eat. And that's why you're able to lose so much weight. But what's happening is, and research is showing, that you're losing up to 40% muscle mass. Mm. Now, that is my 100% biggest concern because, and this is my mission and just getting my my voice out there is letting people know that it's not just eat, eating, right? Eat your protein, but it's also incorporating strength tra training to maintain and build lean muscle. Because as we age, our muscle deteriorates. 
if you look at any 90 year old on average, I'm not saying I'm sure there's some outliers that look amazing at 90 years old, but on average, a 90 year old person is going to look very frail. They don't have a lot of muscle around their arms. Their skin is really saggy. They might be hunched over. If a 90 year old grandmother falls, what happens? She breaks her hips. Then what happens? Typically, she has a really hard recover time recovering from that and she passes away, right? Mm -hmm. That is mainly because she is under muscled. If she was strong and she had muscles supporting her bone structure, she might not have fallen. Or if she did fall, she would have been able to get herself back up and been okay. But as we age, we lose muscle. And like, I'm watching my own parents age. And if you're my age, you're watching your parents age. And it's very obvious, right? They're losing muscle. And so if you are in your thirties and you're taking the shot, by the time you're 90, you will have zero muscle. And yeah. that is very alarming. And I have many people that I have been talking to in DMs. I was listening to a podcast from another um, girl the other day who was taking them. And they have said, they're like, yeah, it is confirmed. I go to my doctor every single month and I have confirmed muscle loss. Like this isn't just like a theory that we're just throwing this out there. It is confirmed that they are losing muscle mass. And that is super alarming. And then there's the the financial aspect of it, right? It's like yeah. eight, seven to $1,200 a month without insurance coverage. And if you don't have type two diabetes or a extreme medical reasoning for it, your insurance isn't going to cover it. And are you seriously going to pay $800 to take an injection for the rest of your life? Well, and that's a good point because if, you know, just a listening to this podcast and we're talking about it, a talking out loud, I know, and we all know that all of our robots in our house are listening. So we're going to start getting you know, advertisements for it, right? You probably will too. And some of them, which I've seen recently are, they're like $125 a month, come get it your shot. And what that is, it is from a compounding pharmacy. Now, I will at some point have one of our neighbors on, she owns a pharmacy and she is a pharmacist. And it's interesting because when you compound ingredients, which usually the FDA and the drug administration who allows drugs to be put on the market, if there's a higher demand and they cannot produce quick enough the actual drug, they will allow compounding pharmacies to create the drug. And so again, this is like, um, let's, the best example that just popped into my mind, nothing wrong if you're a vegan. My sister was a vegan, like hardcore vegan for a long time. I was vegan and raw vegan for over six months. So there's nothing wrong with being vegan. But when I stopped being a vegan, this is what I came to the realization is that if I'm trading one processed food lifestyle for another, I'm just going to go back to the other lifestyle. So what I mean by that is, look, you can either eat chicken or you could be vegan and eat faux chicken. And so here's the thing is like, you're not eating chicken. If you are eating faux chicken nuggets as a vegan, you're not eating chicken. You're trying to trick your body into, well, it kind of looks like chicken. It tastes like chicken. It, it, it has all the properties. It has the same protein amount as chicken, but y'all, it's not chicken. And so when we look at these drugs, drugs are regulated and made very specifically. And when you have compounding pharmacies putting things together, it is not always the same effect. And if you want to go down the rabbit hole, I would highly suggest looking up online, compounding pharmacies and this shot. If, if you are thinking about it, make sure you know where your shot is coming from, because there are compounding pharmacies that are not regulated and can start mixing things because they are a pharmacy. And so I would just highly recommend doing your research 
And like you said, Stacey, like we're not here to judge anybody because we've been there. I, as I said before, like I took phenamine before. I was so desperate to look a certain way, to feel a certain way. But this is the reality is whether it is in our finances, it is in our health, it is in our relationships, it's in our spiritual. When we start saying, well, once I hit this weight, everything else is going to come together. I'm going to feel so much better. Once I have this amount of money in my bank account, it's everything's going to work out. My husband and I are going to stop arguing. Oh my God, if my husband and I just had a great marriage, our finances would fall into place and so would my health and I could lose weight. Like y'all, mm. I know that there's very few times I'm very blatant out there around my Christianity, but the only thing that will ever suffice in your life and fill you in the other areas is your relationship with the Lord. And, and so when you look at start filling all these other areas of your life and saying, when this is in order, when this is in order, then it'll all fall into place. And here's the thing is you can have an amazing relationship with the Lord and your finances still may not be in place. Your, your health may not be in place. Your relationships may not be in place. You have to do the work. The work is a part of the process anywhere in our life. It is all about investing well. Yeah. And I was going to just add to that. It's when you start to like, not only look at external, I mean, I'm, I'm someone who's guilty of this too, but when you stop looking at it, at the external things to validate you and to make you happy and start embracing the things that you're doing and saying, I'm proud of myself for, we celebrate non-scale victories all the time with my clients. And it's just being proud of how far you have come, mm -hmm. not how far you have to go. Yes. If I was constantly going, oh, well, I still have this much to go, but no, I look back at where I've come from, man, I am so proud. And when you start acknowledging and celebrating those little achievements in your life, you are telling your brain that that stuff matters and it looks for more. Yeah. You're giving your brain that little dopamine fix. Like, oh, she was really proud of herself when she drank all of her water. Oh, maybe tomorrow we'll make sure she drinks her water again. Like you're tricking your brain because your brain wants to keep you safe and lazy and on the couch and doing the things. Like it's super easy to like eat badly and not exercise. Your brain doesn't want you to expend energy on that. So start looking for little achievements and be proud of yourself because that is also what's going to give you that self-love because yes. your relationship with God is great your relationship with yourself is good too. Like we want both, right? We want to strive for these two strong relationships. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's so good. Okay. So y'all, I, I mean, this episode has been packed. I love it. I really could talk about this forever. Now, as we end every interview, we have five rapid fire questions. I love it when people's faces turn. They're like, oh, she can't ask me. <laughs> oh, okay, so, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> no, nobody's ever prepared for rapid fire questions. Okay, so these are five questions. Name just the literally the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay, we'll start off easy. What are you grateful for right now? My family. I love it. Yeah, their okay. health. My family's very healthy. I'm very proud of that. So that's awesome. Okay, where is your favorite place you've ever traveled to? Went to Mita, Mexico. Ooh, tell me more. Oh, it's so beautiful. I don't know. My husband took me on a surprise anniversary trip there a couple of years ago. And I don't know if it's because I didn't have to plan anything. And we stayed at the Four Seasons yeah. that I was like, this is the best vacation ever. But I mean, I've been to many gorgeous places. I've been to Adair Manor in Ireland. You know, I've traveled a lot of great places, but I think just that trip made it very magical. So I love that. Okay. What are you currently reading? What book are you currently reading or how? Ooh, is she going to grab it? She going to grab it. I mean, I had it. a look. I had a look. Um, it's the, I'm reading two books. I just finished the rain barrel effect by Dr. Stephen Cabral, because That's I'm it. in the middle of doing my integrative health practitioner certification. So I had to read up on that and then love her well, which is if you have a daughter, preteen to teenager, it is so good to read because our daughters at this age right now are going through a lot. 
And it's just really teaching you how to build that relationship with her. So it's a really great book. Oh, I love that. Okay. And then what skill do you want to learn or accomplish in 2024? Oh, that's a tough one. I really, I mean, I'm working on my IHP, so hopefully learning how to, you know, coach people through getting to the root cause of all of their problems and symptoms that they're experiencing to have them living a healthy, happy, amazing life. Awesome. And then last but not least, what is your favorite quote or saying? Oh, gosh. Because I said so? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, mom. Yes, that's it. I mean, that's I tell my it. kids all the time, because I said so. Um, I've heard this one. I think it was like, do the work because no one else will do it for you mm, or good. something like that. It's, I mean, I can't remember who it's from. I'm not very good with the words a lot. Um, it's not, if you would ask me a mathematical formula, I'd have been down for it, but <laughs> no, it, it's just, it's usually more, I love more motivational, hardcore quotes. No, I love that. But it's so true. You've got to do the work. Nobody else can do it for you. Right. Yep. It doesn't matter where in life you have to take control of investing in your own life. I love it. Stacey, I am so glad you came today. For everybody who is looking at joining our membership, Stacey will be speaking in there. You will hear more of her story. Um, and I'm just excited, excited to have her in my life. So thank you for coming on here, speaking truth into us. And y'all, until next time, happy investing. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and listening to Stacy and all the advice that she had for us. If you know that you want to work on your physical self this year, if you want to dynamically work on your fitness and nutrition, maybe there's other areas of your life that you also want to work on. Do you want to work in your finances? Do you want to get out of debt, increase your income, start investing so that you can create financial freedom? Are you wanting to work on your relationships with your coworkers, your friends, your family, your spouse? What is it that you want to invest in this year? If you are looking to intentionally invest, we want to invite you over to the Investing Well Community Group. It's a brand new group that we just launched. It's a group of like-minded people, just like you, who want to better their life a group of people who want to actually reach financial freedom and lifestyle freedom. We make it easy to get involved and get started. So go ahead, click the link in the description notes and go ahead and sign up. We can't wait to see you inside the group. Hey guys, I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. I want to take a minute and just say thank you for tuning in to another episode of Investing Well. My hope and prayer is that each of these episodes will bless you and leave you with practical steps, not only to creating financial freedom in your life, but tactical actions to help you build and invest in the life of your dreams, the life I know you deserve. I would love for you to join us over in our free Facebook community called the Investing Well Podcast Community. That's where we want to connect you to other like-minded people who are investing well in their lives and continue these conversations. Now, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback helps us grow and reach more people on their investing journey. We truly appreciate your support and stay tuned for more episodes. And until next time, Happy investing.